Welcome to the Stat Pad Show. I'm your host, Weston Eric, and we're going to be starting off today talking about the Cam Reddish trade. Cam Reddish was traded to the Knicks. Um, the Hawks traded Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, and a 2025 second round pick for Kevin Knox and a 2022 first round pick that um, is protected. It didn't say how well protected, but it was protected. Kevin Knox, he, to me, is just a filler of the trade. If he turns out out to be good, great. If not, they're not expecting anything on the Hawks' end of this. The Knicks, Solomon Hill is averaging less than a point per game. And he's only played, what, like 12 games? So he is also just a f- filler for this. Um, the 2025 second round pick is part of it, but probably won't ever turn into anything. So really this trade is Cam Reddish for a first round pick. I'm assuming it's not going to be top lottery protected because if it's lottery protected, you got Cam Reddish with the 10th overall pick and you traded a, some assets to get that 10th overall pick. Cam Reddish this season is averaging about 12 points, an assist and two and a half rebounds and a steal per game in about 24 minutes per game. I think the Knicks should put Cam Reddish in the starting lineup. It's going to be somewhat difficult because how you would work that around. You probably have to put Evan Forner to the bench, uh, put uh, RJ Barrett at the shooting guard, and put Cam Reddish at small forward or something. But he's shooting 40% from the field, which isn't great. But I think I expect him to get better at that with more shots. His three-point percentage is 38%. His free throw percentage, 90%. And his efficiency f- or effic- effective field goal percentage is 48.7, which is pretty good. If he were to get 36 minutes per game, his, his numbers are about 18 points, two assists, four rebounds, a steal and a half, and about half a block. That is really good numbers. I mean, obviously it's not superstar numbers, but he's only in his third year. If that's his per 36 numbers, I could see with the right role, Cam Reddish being a 20 point per game scorer. And with his with how well he is at stealing the ball, could he someday become a defensive player of the year? His rebounds are a little low, and so are his blocks. So I don't see that. But his steals are close to Defensive Player of the Year um, status. I I like this trade for the Knicks, but I wonder how much of it is because they wanted Cam Reddish and how much of it they it's good for marketing. You got R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish together. That's the uh, 2018 
Duke basketball team, all you need now is Zion. And if they can get Zion, that team, well, if Zion can stay healthy, that team would be pretty good. But I, I think the Hawks lost this trade. They get Kevin Knox, who at one point in his career was pretty good, but the Knicks won this trade and the the Hawks lost. I, if I have to give a grade, I'd say the Knicks, it's probably about a B plus. And for the Hawks, I see this is about a D, D minus. It's just, it wasn't a good trade. The only reason it's not an F is because of the, um, the 2022 first round pick and how, depending on how well protected it is, it could turn into an F. Next up, we have to talk about the Bull Bull trade. Bull Bull was supposed to be traded to the Pistons, but the Pistons void the Pistons void the Bull Bull trade. Or voided. Anyway, Bull Bull is not going to the Pistons because he did not pass his physical. This I was very happy for Bobo because he's finally getting his chance to maybe even get in the starting lineup. They have a lot of um, good big men in um, Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bey. So I I didn't think he would get into the lineup now, but he'd at least be like the sixth man, I would think. And they also got Jeremy Grant, who would play small four. So it would be hard for him to be in the starting lineup. But he'd probably be coming off the bench. He, to me, needs to go to a team where he'd be the starter. His per 36 numbers are low for his career. He's He has about 15 points per game and about 9 rebounds. His per 36 numbers are usually higher. Though that could also be with a lack of minutes. In past years, he's had more minutes per game. His... his minutes are going are falling he's not getting as many minutes he is he is going to get out of denver he's seven foot two he this year is shooting about 25 percent from three but in college he was a sharp shooter from three and coming into the league he was very good at shooting the three so he's he's a very good player in the right role, he would be averaging, I think, a double-double. Like 10 points and 10 rebounds. I got a list of about four teams that I think should trade for Bobo. Number one is the Thunder. This isn't in any specific order. It's just these were in the order of which I had thought of them. The Thunder. The Thunder are currently a rebuilding team. And they need a center for the future. That's that's about it. They got their guards um, pretty well. They got their forwards. They need a center of the future. If they could trade a, a first from, from, from the Suns, maybe. And the... the the Nuggets and maybe a second with it. Maybe that'd be a fair trade. Um, the Pistons, 
are on the list because he got traded to the Pistons. I could see it happening again. Um, he's currently been injured and hasn't been playing games in games. So if he can if he can heal from that, then I think the Pistons would be willing to bring him in again. The Pacers. The Pacers would need some things to happen. I think this would be the last one on my list because they need to trade Sabonis and Turner before I'd like the Pacers on this list. Bobo, if he was for sure starting center on the Pacers um, to start their rebuild, I would like that because he'd have time to develop. I hope eventually he can... I hope he goes to a team that can develop him. He's 22. He's getting to a point where he might not be able to be developed. He's seven foot two. He, he's just, he should be a superstar. And last on my list, I got the Spurs. The Spurs are the 12th seed in the West. They could try and get the, the, get into the plan, but at this point, I don't think they will. They're rebuilding, and they could use a future center as well. And I think Bull Bull could could be the Spurs' future center. All I hope is that Bull Bull can go to a team where he can be developed properly. Next, I'm going to be talking about the second round of the NFL playoffs. I predicted... All of the first round. Now we're going to be talking about the second round matchups. We're not going to go as in depth with these. Because well, the playoffs are about to start. And I just want to finish my bracket by tomorrow. But um, first matchup we're going to be talking about is the Packers versus the Eagles. I have the Eagles beating the Buccaneers like I already said. Because the Buccaneers have lost Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. And those are two big losses, and their defense just doesn't seem to be the same defense as last season. Against Green Bay, Green Bay's offense is in the top. They have a top five offense and a top five defense this season. This, the Eagles are overmatched here. The Eagles have Jalen Hurts, who's great, but the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Now, in the playoffs, he hasn't done great in past years, but that's in the NFC Championship game. This is the divisional round. I see Aaron Rodgers beating Jalen Hurts and going to the NFC Championship for the third year in a row. Hopefully, we can win it this year. Anyway, next up, we got the Cowboys versus the Cardinals. This game already happened this season like a lot of the games um in these playoffs um when the cardinals played the cowboys they beat the cowboys 25 to 22 in dallas and everyone played about to their best i think um i just I don't see it changing a whole lot. The Cardinals receiving core played better than they normally do, maybe. The safer choice may be the Cowboys, 
But the Cardinals, how they start off the year, I just think they're a I just think they're a better team than the Dallas Cowboys. And that's why I got the Cardinals going to the NFC Championship game. Titans versus Bengals. I said about a week ago that the Titans are dangerous. And I meant it. I meant it. But then I saw the Bengals. The Bengals have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and Jamar Chase. They used to have the Killer Bees because um, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell. These have to be, I don't know, the Jungle Jays, Jamar, um, Joe, and Joe. (laughs) But they're... They're going to be really good um, in these playoffs. I They have a better defense than the Titans. Maybe not statistically, but just the eye test has you say that the Bengals have a better defense than the Titans. It's in Tennessee, but the Titans have had a few weeks off. Derrick Henry's coming back from injury. I'm giving it to the Bengals. The Bengals, they've just been really good. And I can't. People have got to start giving them props for what they've done this season. And I think, as my playoff prediction says, I think they're going to the AFC Championship game. And finally, we got the Chiefs versus the Bills. This game already happened this season, earlier this season. Uh, the the Chiefs lost, and it really wasn't even close. It was 38-20, to 20 Bills. The only thing is, is Patrick Mahomes played terrible. He threw two touchdowns to two interceptions. Josh Allen played great. He had three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 315 yards. The Bills had a great day. While the Chiefs had a terrible day, I. But the Chiefs have gotten better since that Bills loss. I'm choosing the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship game. I would like to say the Bills, because then it'd be Bills versus Bengals and Packers versus Cardinals. We'll have a new. A new matchup in the, or we'll have new teams in the, in the Super Bowl this year. But I, I gotta say, Chiefs. That was the Stat Pad Show. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.